0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome to Slam Up Wrestling, myself Supreet and this is the AEW Dynamite review for March 4th 2020. If this is your first time on the channel then make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on the bell for all notifications. We here in Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff including reviews for Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AEW Dynamite and New Japan as well. Also, make sure to check out our review and recap for AEW Revolution that's up on the channel. Talking about Dynamite, this was a good show coming off a huge pay-per-view. The only thing that was disappointing about this show was not getting the debut of Lance Archer, which is advertised for this week but don't know what happened. So show kicks off with John Moxley, the new AEW World Champion. He gets a great reaction from the crowd. He is all fired up and gets you deserved chance. mock says this championship represents pro wrestling, the very sport that he loves and he dedicated his entire life to. He said this championship never belonged to Jericho, hell it doesn't even belong to me. It belongs to the fans. The fans wanted something better and different. And they brought back pro-wrestling. He said he will defend this belt with his life on the line. And will crawl through hell to do so and climb any mountain. And no man in this industry can take this from him. If you want to try, feel free. He knows he's is not done with the inner circle yet. They try to blind him, end his career. And challenge them saying... And challenge them, saying, "I dare you." Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle arrives as the fans sing along to Judas. Jericho says he doesn't need a belt to be the champion. He calls the fans idiots and tells them to shut their ass. He calls Mox a rebel with more guts than brains. He said that the Moxley era sucks, and adds that Mox's win was based on a lie. He said Mox cheated because Jericho trained to face a man with one eye. But Mox lied and that makes him not worthy as a champion. He calls Mox a cheater and says that the fans are liars as well. Jericho says he has a problem and the inner circle has gone from good natured into a hit squad. They are putting the entire roster on notice and doesn't care who you are because they will tear them all apart. After tonight's main event, Mox will not walk out of this ring on his own two feet. He's sure of it, if Mox does live on his two feet, then Jericho will leave AEW for 30 days. Hell, even 60 days. Jericho always has a plan and Mox isn't as smart as he thinks he is. Mox says no one called him a genius and tonight he will beat Jericho again and send him packing and making him look like a stupid son of a bitch. This was a okay little promo segment between Jericho and Moxley. So we get an 8-man tag team match next. Uh, Code Cabana and SCU versus the Dark Order. This was the in-ring debut for Code Cabana. Cold and Grayson start off. Cold takes early control of the match. Dark Order attacks and they isolate Colt. Working double teams and quick tags until SCU gets involved. They clear the ring and take control, isolating Silver. Sky runs wild and Daniels then gets cut off and posted. Uno takes over back in the ring. The dark order follows with quick tags and double teams on Daniels. The keeping grounded and isolated, dark order maintains the heat using quick tags and more double teams. Picking up near falls, Daniels finally counters back, gets the hot tag to Kaz who runs wide and follows his springboard leg drop. It breaks down, SCU isolates Uno and kicks his ass. SCU runs wide on the dark order and Daniels follows with a big dive. Uno finally makes a save but Code Cavana attacks in, runs wide with the elbows and the moonsault press for two. Tope by sky and Code hits the Chicago skyline and the superman pin to get the win here. This was a good little fun opener as they are continuing to tease who the exalted one is. The exalted one has to be Matt Hardy now that they teased on the free the delete series that Matt Hardy will be signing with all elite wrestling. We had highlights of the Kenny Omega and Page vs the Bucks tag team match from Revolution where we had guys like Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez and Wade Keller praising the match. Next we had Big Swole vs Leva Bates. Dr. Britt Baker was on commentary and she had brought Tony Schoen some Starbucks coffee. Swole takes out Evelyn but that allows Bates to cut her off. Swole quickly counters back, takes control and hit the Dirty Dancing and that was it. This was only to elevate Big Swole and nothing else. We get highlights of MJF beating Cody at Revolution. So Cody arrives for a promo segment, Cody says he lost to MJF, he then talks about how you work to get on a pay per view and when you win you get a big bonus. It was professional, it became personal and is professional again. He calls out MJF again and wants him to say he beat him fair and square. But out comes Jake the Snake Roberts who got a big pop from the crowd. He got on the mic saying that he has to spoil the party and he doesn't want to hear Cody cry and bitch. He never did that in his career back in the day. And doesn't want Cody to do the same. He says, Cody got his ass kicked and is here to slay Cody. Not praise him. He said he has a client. The dark side will come to AEW. And once their roots take control, the phoenix will rise from the ashes. It's taken him 20 years to get clean and red, right, And he has earned this. He won't be a nice boy and play nice. He will be on the outside when his client arrives and faces Cody. He said to Cody, you can bring r Anderson with you. What the snake wants he takes, he just wants Cody's share of the pie. Never turn your back on someone you respect or are afraid of. He drops the mic and leaves. First of all, for me being a modern pro wrestling fan and getting to hear Jake Roberts on the mic, now I get why he was that great during his time. I love this entire segment in general and now that he has teased to be a manager for some wrestler, maybe a Lance Archer or a Brody Lee, if that's the case that could be something to look for. We get highlights of Pack defeating Orange Cassidy at Revolution. So we have Pack vs Chuck Taylor, Trent and Orange Cassidy are at ringside. Lockup and exchanges early on, they work into counter as Pac dumps Chuck. Pack goes after Cassidy until Chuck attacks and scores with a powerbomb for two. He takes control with backbreaker until Pack cuts him off and whips him to the barricades. Pack falls in suplex on the floor. He keeps the heat, grounding Chuck, and chokes him out. Chuck slowly fires Chuck slowly fires to his feet, fires back, and Pack fakes him out until Chuck hits the dropkick, a plancha, and it's a falcon arrow for two. Pack cuts him off with the slingshot cutter, but Chuck counters back into an awful, waffle for two. He misses the moonsault. And Pack locks in the brutalizer to get a submission victory here. This was a good match, the right man, one year. Cassidy got to show what he can do as a singles wrestler, and the post-match angle was good. Post-match, Pack and Cassidy face off as the Lucha Pros arrive, and the heels start beating up best friends and Cassidy. Pack says they are the Death Triangle, or like their Mexican friends like to call. Triangle De La Murte, it no one is safe in AEW. Lucha Bros then hit their tag team combo pile driver. I don't mind tag forming a faction of his own with someone like the Lucha Bros. And now that AEW has got a lot of factions and trios now, how about they introduce 6 man tag team titles. I am just saying that can work for these guys. What do you guys think about it let me know in the comment section below. They show a video where Terry Blanchard and Sean Spears are looking for a tag team partner. This is good for Sean Spears now that as a singles wrestler is directional at this point. And maybe they can do something in a tag team situation. I don't know who will that be. Could be anyone. Could be a surprise. Jake Hager vs QT Marshall, Brandy Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes are at ringside while Santana and Otis accompany Jake Hager. Hager controls right away, grounding Marshall until Marshall counters back with a drop kick. Hager quickly hits that and starts slamming him around. Marshall counters the waiter bomb, battles back with a back handsprick kick. The top rope Santana gets to Hager then hits a huge lariat and locks in a head and arm choke for a submission winner. And that was that. It was what it was, Postmatch the inner circle beat up Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall until Cody makes the save, until he too is taken down. Matt Jackson then comes for the save, hits a super kick to Ortiz but he is cut off as well until hangman Page comes out with a beer in his hand. He first gently put his beer on the post and then starts beating up all three members of the inner circle and hits a big buckshot layered on Hager. Hangman then flips off Matt Jackson and leaves with a ton of beer in his hand. The post-match angle is good as they are still continuing the dissension between the elite. We get highlights of Nyla defeating Statlander at Revolution. So commentators announced that Otis will be facing Cody next week. The newly formed death triangle will be in action. MJF the Butcher and Dead will be facing the Jurassic Express and plus. They will be announcing the official rules for blood and guts. JR said that there will be something different in these rules. Which means this will not be that similar to war games maybe. We got a short promo by MJF. He brags about his win over Cody at Revolution. He talks about pinning shoulders to Matt and banging rats. He beat Cody and went from a protégé to a master. And now his legacy will read, the greatest champion in history of wrestling. You heard me right Jonathan Moxley. I will win the gold, I will beat anyone to do so. He will remain undefeated because he's better than you. And showed off his shirt that said, I pinned Cody. He then says, it's quite distracting, almost like a neck tattoo. Ooh. Typical MJF promo, loved it. So we get to the main event John Moxley and Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. During his entrance Moxley gets attacked by some masked men who then are revealed to be Jake Hager, Santana and Ortiz. They drag him backstage and beat him down. Mox fires up and fires back but is quickly cut off. Hager low blows him and they dump a trash can on him. Mox keeps fighting until Hager chokes him out. So now we get a... 2-1-1 handicap match, match begins he quickly runs wild early on, he clears the ring until Sammy cuts him off, back in the ring the heels isolate him in the corner as Jericho takes control of the match, the rest of the inner circle arrive at the ringside as Allen makes a huge comeback, runs wild but is cut off by Jericho, Allen fights off the walls of Jericho making the ropes until Jericho dumps him. Jericho then gloats and celebrates. Jericho maintains the hit grounding Allen as Sammy takes over. Jericho tags back in. Allen tags himself and runs wild. Hits a sunset power bomb and a coffin drop to the inner circle. Hits a modified stunner and the coffin drop on Sammy gets two. He dumps Jericho but Jericho cuts him off with the Judas effect. This allows Sammy to pick up the win and that was it. This was good. and. It and it was mainly to put over Darby as a big baby face. And also, they are still continuing the Jericho and Moxley thing. Post match, Moxley comes out and runs wide on the inner circle until Hager cuts him off and they beat him down. They drag him to the stage, Hager chokes him out and they triple powerbomb him off the stage through some tables while the entire inner circle throws middle fingers. And that was how Dynamite went off air. So this week's Dynamite was good. Could have been great with a big surprise or a debut of a Lance Archer. The promo segment between Jake Roberts and Cody was great. Lot of suspense on what Jake Roberts is going to do next. Everything else was fine. And looking forward to the next few weeks of Dynamite as they build up to blood and guts. So what did you guys think about this week's Dynamite? Let me know in the comment section below. Or on social media, you can find Slim up Wrestling on Twitter at SlimeUpW, Instagram at up Wrestling, or podcast and reviews are mainly audio-based. And if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, then you can catch Slim up Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify as well. And if you are watching on YouTube, then make sure to like this video. The like goals for this video are 10 likes, so make sure you do that. I will see you guys next time.